Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For AZPM, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Terry Hunt, Professor of Anthropology and former Dean of the University's Honors College. Terry's a renowned anthropologist and archaeologist with deep expertise in the history of the Pacific Islands and especially of Rapa Nui, or Easter Island. Thanks for joining us today, Terry. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So you've been conducting field research on Easter Island for many years with a special focus on the huge iconic stone statues that we all identify with the island. Could you tell us where the island is? And then tell us what it was that drew you there. The island is in the remote southeastern Pacific. It's about 2,600 miles from the mainland of Chile. I was interested in a sort of paradox about the island that it's small, remote, poor in resources, and yet the ancient people there invested in monumentality more than almost anywhere in the world. So describe those statues for us. Well, some of them are small. They can be less than a ton. Um, The largest statues can be 80 to 90 tons. There is uh, a very large statue it's about 21 meters uh, in, in height. It was never completed. It's still in the quarry where the statues were carved. It would have weighed well over 100 tons, but it was never finished and never transported. So there is quite an impressive range and size. The average statues are around three to five tons, um, if you take a sort of statistical average. And then we do have... The largest uh, statues or moai that were moved are in the in the range of uh, 60 to 80 tons and up to 10 or 11 meters tall. So, of course, you became very interested in how on earth this population on a remote island carved and then moved the statues. Tell us about the, how you got involved in that story. We were documenting the more than 1,000 moai or statues across the island, their location and all of their features. And about 60 of these are found on the ancient roadways. And they were found in various positions on the roadways, often broken, often broken in pieces. And we realized that we were looking at the clues for uh, their transport. Carl Lippo and I, my my colleague, we were writing our book, The Statues That Walked, and the title, The Statues That Walked, draws on the oral tradition of the island that the statues did walk to their positions. What we didn't know at the time of writing was exactly how that was done. And these things were huge and heavy, just solid rock on an island that had, of course, no electricity. (laughs) Astonishing Um, that that anyone um, could move these, you know, giant blocks of stone, basically. Tell us about the work that led you to this idea that they really were walked to new positions. So working with uh, a grant from National Geographic, we created a millimeter-by-millimeter replica of a statue that was found on an ancient roadway. The replica that we created was about uh, three meters tall, almost 10 feet, and uh, weighed five tons. So it's on the smaller side, but it was a perfect replica. In other words, it had 
the features of statues that were being transported, like the forward lean, the center of gravity, etc. And with three ropes, one in the back, one on each side, you begin to rock the statue back and forth. The people in the back are going to let the statue fall forward by releasing a little bit. The statue is walking just as we walk, shifting our uh, center of gravity from side to side with a control fall forward. Um, we were able, using this method, to uh, walk the, this, this five-ton moai about 100 yards in 40 minutes. Well, this is just absolutely fascinating. I, I think it's a beautiful story of um, uh, how actually doing the experiment in just about any field can open our eyes to what otherwise seems improbable. Thanks very much for telling us about this. Thank you. Dr. Terry Hunt is a world expert on the statues of Easter Island and has revealed truly fascinating insights into how they came to be. You can listen to this in all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.